Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Two Guys Before Eyes, a podcast that takes you back in time to discuss the movies of yesteryear. I'm Robert Hollister, and with me always has been Palmer. Did you say Plumber? I said Palmer. Alright, just making sure. Yeah, Pen Palmer, right? That's it. Pen Palmer. Plumber. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, come with us as we shave things up and leave them stirred with 1995's GoldenEye. No, no, no. No more foreplay. We did it! Woo! We made it, Ben. Double digits. We made it to episode 10. Yep. It only took us many months, but you know what? We're here, and... But no, it's cool, man. I'm glad <laughs> that we made it to 10. Yeah. I didn't think we would, to be honest. Yep. Well, we, we're here. <laughs> that's, opt- that's optimistic, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, right. And this is, a good, this is a good 10th episode movie, I think. I think it is. It's probably our biggest to date. Biggest blockbuster? Yes. Ah, okay. It is. I... I think it's a blockbuster. Sure didn't seem like it. <laughs> but, you know, we'll get into that later on when we talk about it. But you know what, Ben? Because it's a special episode, I want to start off with a joke. Oh, here we go. Are you ready, Ben? I think. Knock, knock, Ben. <laughs> Who's there? Smell mop. Smell mop who? Ew. Oh. <laughs> All right. That's, that's, that's pretty good, man. That's pretty good, right? All right. But Serious you know what? News. Serious news shit. All right. So we had a bunch of trailers come out recently. Yep. Um, Speaking of shit speaking of shit um what do you want to start do you want to start with uh let's start let's start with, let's just go down the list huh let's do it we let's got go a down. list we got Might a list we'll go down it let's go down it here we go guys so ghost in the shell came out this week the trailer for that yep what do you think um i wish they would have cast an asian do you i do really i feel like i mean not really <laughs> <laughs> well i don't know I, I, I don't know i'd have no problem with that but uh yep. yeah that's uh, all you <laughs> that's it no. you jump right into that no huh? no well I, I really did i mean i remember all the controversy yeah about casting originally and yeah the whitewashing and such right mm-hmm. but uh after seeing it i mean i'm not the biggest scarlett johansson fan though oh, okay so like i didn't like lucy i'm not thrilled with her in the avengers either so. I mean, yeah she's okay she's to me she's nothing special yeah you know she she is she is what she is she's, i mean she's good she's good in most of what she does i think but, like, she's not someone I'm excited, like, oh, you know, Scar Joe, I gotta go see that. Scar Joe. Yeah, I, I mean, she, you know, she's up there with, you know, uh, I don't know, any other actors, I suppose, you know. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm as about as excited, like, could have been Nicole Kidman. I've been like, oh, whatever. <laughs> she's so old. She's so old. Why is she in Ghost in the Shell? But, uh. But, no, it looks, it looks pretty cool. And I mentioned, uh, I haven't seen it in years and you just rewatched it. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I didn't. I didn't know how close it was to the anime. Right. Uh, I mean, as far as I can tell, having just watched the um, the, the first movie of the series, uh, there's only a few scenes in the trailer that I recognized. Uh, yeah, most notably, the scene where she jumps from the top of the building. Yeah. Which I think everyone... Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, if you've never seen Ghost in the Shell, you know that scene. Yeah. And there's also the scene from uh, the opening of the movie where she... Uh, it's like the opening credit scene uh, where the, the, the body's like being built. Sure. The cyborg yeah. body, and then it... Raises up in like the white crystals or whatever come flaking off of it. Yeah. Which, by the way, having watched that, it's very uh, reminiscent of uh, Westworld. Westworld, yeah. Yeah. yeah very so much. It's kind of cool. Um, yeah. No, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, or it looks, it looks exciting. It it looks like it'll be a a fun romp. Yes, it does. <laughs> uh, now what this movie, this trailer does 
is it kind of keeps with this whole thing that they've been doing recently with uh, putting like pop music in. Uh, you know, yeah. yeah, you know, so because they got the uh, Depeche Mode, uh, enjoy the silence, right, in the trailer, which I mean, I love that song, not a big fan of this remix or whatever, but you know, it's just one of those things that they keep on keeping yeah. with, so I guess it works, right? We also, uh, now <laughs> straight down the barrel on this one, uh, so we also got the trailer, the first look at uh, the Beauty and the Beast from Disney, oh, yeah, yeah, we gotta talk, we'll talk about this, we'll talk about it, sure, it looks like a straight for straight, uh, scene for scene. Reenactment, re-adaption, adaptation. What am I saying here? Ad- adaptation. Ad- adaption. That's a word. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah, uh, it looks yeah. it looks scene for scene for from the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, that came out yeah. almost twenty five years ago, I think. Yeah, I'm sure kids will be happy with it. Yeah, I mean, I saw, I, I did see, you know, I had seen the the Jungle Book remake that which they came, one? the Jungle Book remake that came out um earlier this year. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, which was pretty much a shot for shot of the animation. Uh, right, and one of the biggest gripes I had with that was the lack of music. Yeah, because you know? it's Disney, and if it's looking just like the cartoon movie, yeah. you want right. If, yeah. yeah, if like if, if, if Candlestick starts singing, be our guest. You know what? That'll be kind of cool. It'd be cool, right? And the thing is, like, I feel that there's possibly someone, uh, someone there in the studios that's saying, "Well, we can't have song and dance in these live action movies. That's just too silly." We draw the line at humanoid candlesticks and teapots and like stuff like that. Yeah. And talking you animals. You don't want it to be silly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? The boy raised by talking wolves. That's fine, but they can't be singing about yeah. it. So I hope they have the singing in it. Uh, however, the cast is looking pretty great. Yeah. Um, you know, we got Kevin Klein. Right. He's in it with Emma Watson. And then as far as like voice actors, we have Ewan McGregor, uh, Stanley Tucci, uh, Ian McKellen. Yeah. You know, all tops. What doesn't look tops, though? Come on. That beast, his face. <sighs> Man, he looked so CG. Yeah. Like, why not just put some makeup on and, like, some... I... Like the Ron Perlman version from, like, the yeah. early 90s, late 80s? Why not? Yeah. You can touch not? it up with CG. I don't think Ron Perlman even had to put makeup on to be beast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, this trailer came out earlier this week, and I had seen it floating around. Didn't seem very interested in it. Uh, and you hadn't even heard about it until right. I pointed out to you, which is uh, the Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Yep. Now it looks like it looks like a young adult like novel come to life, you know, <laughs> like Divergent or yeah. City of Bones or Maze Runner or it's uh, very whatever. It, it was very Maze Runner. Yeah. Like the uh, or just that was... shitty sci-fi. Or I, I guess... mean, this looks better than most of those shitty sci-fis. Right. But I, mean, but I suppose it looks probably about as good as like Ender's Game looked. When that came out, oh man, I was really disappointed in that. I used, I didn't. You saw that? Yeah, I didn't. Harrison Ford was in it. I had to see it. Fair enough. Yep, it but, was, it was pretty terrible though. But what did you think about this? Uh, what did, what do you think about this trailer though? Like I said, it looks cool. Uh, wasn't it like one of the guys that did like Fifth Element? Yeah, or... uh, Luke Besson. Yeah, yeah. He, um, yeah, he was the director and writer of Fifth Element. He did Lucy, actually, yeah. and uh, you know, Leon the Professional. Speaking of ScarJo. Yeah. So you know, he's got a track record with those things yeah it, um, it looks pretty cool um other than the fact that it looked like maze runner yeah so <laughs> maze runner in space yeah yeah. I, and, yeah and that beatles song playing over the trailer man it they killed it for me yeah put some put some daft punk or like some blue suede yeah some blue swede some... <laughs> yeah sometimes i don't like it when um yeah when these trailers kind of contrast the the feel or whatever of the trailer by throwing in uh, you know, kind of downbeat or upbeat music. Right. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, 
It's like uh, we, a trailer we never really talked about was the the new Resident Evil trailer that came out like, oh my a, God. Couple, a while ago. That had the um, that Guns N' Roses song in it, uh, Paradise City. Right. It just didn't work, you know. Well, it's a Resident Evil movie too. So. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it didn't work on many levels, but I think also having that song in there just wasn't really cutting it for me. Um, and you know, that's a good song, bad movie, I guess. See, contrasting. <laughs> <laughs> now we got a little snippet of uh, some more snippets of uh, Kong yep. Skull Island, primarily Kong himself. Which they're doing the thing we hate. Yep. They're they're doing this like yeah, it was uh, I think four. Four four mini teasers in four days. Teasers of teasers. Yeah, I mean one was fourteen seconds, another one was eight. And all they are is little clips of him being King Kong. Yeah. Well, there's the one I didn't show you, uh, which maybe you didn't see either. Um, but it was an, an overhead shot of the characters like walking through the, the 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 wastelands of Skull Island, I suppose. Right. And they're very small, like very miniature, and then around them is uh the skeletons of fallen uh, gorillas. Oh, okay. Which is pretty cool. And it shows, like, the size of, you know, how big these things yeah, are. Yeah, you get the scale. Yeah, it's fucking huge. He looks good, though, man. Well, I, don't know if you I would hope so. I mean, I mean, remember the one with Jack Black in, like, 08, yeah. whatever year that was? Yeah. I felt like it looked good then. I haven't seen that movie since then, so uh-huh. I can't confirm that. I but th- <laughs> I thought it looked great. Yeah, I thought that that looked pretty good. Yeah. The movie was shit. You know, I think that might be creeping up on a release date. We might, I might have to look into that, and that yeah. might be something we could pull out and do. Uh, there's one other last trailer I want to talk about, and you don't want to talk about it at all. But, and I honestly don't really, whatever. But, you know, this this week marks the 15th anniversary of uh, the release of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. You're the wizard, Harry. I'm a what? I'm a what? <laughs> God so, damn yeah. it. So Friday, uh, Friday we have Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them coming out. Um, oh boy! Yeah, I, <laughs> it looks fairly exciting. Uh, whatever, man. I mean, it looks all right. I mean, I, it's not different. I mean, Harry Potter was never like I, I watched all the Harry Potters in theaters because I went with friends. You know <laughs> what? Sure, man. I did. Yeah, sure. I what was fr- what I, was friends? I had friends back then that liked the- Harry Potter. <sighs> So, you know, I might even go see this one in theaters. Who knows? With your friends yeah. who like Harry Potter? I have friends that like Harry Potter. All right, man. I believe you. You I... have friends that like Harry Potter, too, I imagine. I don't talk to anyone who likes Harry Potter. <laughs> They're not your friends anymore, yeah. huh? Yeah. All right. Well, this is coming out. It looks all right. It's got Colin Farrell in it. He looks like he's looking like a dickhead. It's got Ezra Miller. He looks like a dickhead always. Yep. So, you know, good for him. So, yeah. Well, whatever. It's coming out, man. It looks all right. It's coming out. We'll just cut that I can't out. stop it. It's coming out. No, but you know what? That's enough for trailers. We got other news. We got fucking serious news. We got real news. And this is mostly comic book news. Yeah, fuck trailers, Sort of. It's not really. But anyway, so other news. We got, uh, so Why the Last Man, which has been, um, struggling for many, many years now to get its, its, I remember hearing about that shit, like, seven years ago. Right? When, like, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf was gonna be playing, um, York. Yep. York Brown. Uh, titular character. And that's when I said, why? Why the last man, Shia LaBeouf? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you said that. I Did didn't I? Get, I didn't get it at the time. Yeah, we were standing in line to see Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but why the last man has gotten a showrunner finally. Uh, no release date, no anything about anything else, but... But there is a green light. There's a, I mean, a green light, and the name is Michael Green. Like, his name is Michael Green. But, uh... 
he's gonna be a showrunner producer of okay. this. He worked on uh, Heroes, Smallville. And he wrote the screenplay for Green Lantern. <laughs> but uh, he's gonna be writing a pilot with the uh, series writer uh, Brian K. Vaughn. and so that should be coming out at some point. I don't, you know, at this point, I'm glad that Shia LaBeouf, Shia LaBeouf, <laughs> I don't know, he's not attached to it anymore. So that's that's a plus. That is a plus. Um, I, you know, I would like to see this come to life. I like to come come around, not a movie. But you know, like a show, like a television series. Yeah, no reason uh, not to. Yeah, put it on HBO. What you know, even I guess suppose AMC could probably even do it, but because it wasn't very like graphic. Yeah, or it wasn't. It wasn't crazy. I mean, there's some boobies. Oh, we love know, the boobies. Yeah, there's some boobies. But uh, you know, I just want to see it. Uh, yeah. I don't want a CGI monkey. I want a real. It's like uh, like Ross's monkey from Friends. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, those are helper monkeys. So yeah, you could have one of those for real. Yeah. You know, get a cool guy. You know, I was thinking, I would think. You ever, did you ever watch Psych? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Remember the the main character James Rode? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. You want him? He'd be pretty good. He looks apart. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and whatever, <laughs> what man. Whatever you say, man. But no, I just want to see it come to life. I really like that series. Did you ever? Did you read any of it? Yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. And you know, it's only a sixty issue run. So it'd be right. cool, like, to see like a, a television show based on a comic book that has like a definitive start and. Right. Which I guess is happening and, right and now. And then let him just completely fuck it up. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> just never end it. Just like, well, but time I, for season seven. Oh, no. But then again, I guess the end of that series is kind of... It went to shit. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Uh, spoilers, uh, there's a bunch of Yorks and a bunch of ampersands, and it just doesn't make any sense. Or maybe it did make sense, and I stopped paying attention. But I feel like it's not easy to not pay attention when you're reading something. You can't zone out. Yeah, you can. Can you? Yeah. When you're reading things? I do it all the time, man. When I'm reading traffic signs. <laughs> <laughs> Warning signs. Yeah, you know. You know, instructions on how to build things. Yep. Yeah, I got you. Okay, that makes sense. All right, now we're about to talk about something foreign and unusual, Ben. You ready for this? Oh, shit. Now, I don't know much about the DC universe. Oh, the throwback. But what I do know is that they're kicking ass, apparently, on television. Apparently. Apparently. We say apparently because neither one of us watch any of these shows. Between the four that are on CW, which is what we're going to be talking about right now, we have Supergirl, Flash, Arrow, and Legends of Tomorrow. Between those four, collectively, I have not watched a full episode of any of them. (laughs) But they're kicking ass. They're kicking ass. I hear good things. I don't. You don't hear anything. I just don't hear anything. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's me naysaying without actually hearing anything. I have actually heard good things. From, from your from... Harry Potter friends? No, not from my Harry <laughs> Yes, actually. They're also Arrow fans. They're, yeah. <laughs> Arrow. Arrow Potter. Uh... <laughs> that was a stretch. Yeah. All right. So anyway, what's so, going on with this? Oh, in December, they're going to be doing a four-episode crossover called Invasion, which is going to be taken um, from an 80s storyline called right. Invasion. And it's going to be sort of like a, I guess like a TV movie type thing, sure. I suppose. Uh, it, from what... They're shooting on good cameras and making it look good, right? Yeah. they're what, Cinematic, from, I yeah, guess. Pro, yeah, what producer Mark Guggenheim says that they're going to be using, uh, you know, like cutting edge prosthetics and like feature film quality uh, effects to really get a good look for the show and really try to like amp up what uh, Todd McFarlane had done with the, like the, the artistic... Yeah look that he had had for the series so you know having 
you know, and this is, you know, and having not watched any of these like shows before, I think it's probably a good time to maybe jump into a little bit of that. Right when that starts. Well, yeah, I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll jump in, check that out, you know, sort of, you know, maybe go back and like watch the series. All so, right. Well, here's my question. What's that? Relating to this. Okay. Do you think since they're obviously putting more time and money into trying to make their television shows work because obviously their movies aren't, do you think they're going to try and uh, adapt any of that to the big screen? No. Because obviously they don't cast any of the same people for their movies. Right. Which um, is ridiculous to me. But Yeah, of course. Uh, no, I don't think so. I think they're going to just leave it separate forever. I don't think they're ever going to move it like, together. Right. Like It just... One's doing so well, and one's doing so poorly. Yeah. I'm not going to say which. <laughs> but, uh... So, I feel like, like on one side, it could potentially help the the, the one that's doing poorly. Yeah. But then it could also hinder the one that's doing well. Yeah, that's, that's true. So, rather than having, like, two, excuse me. Uh, so, rather than having, uh, you know, like, two mediocre, or like, two mediocre franchises, like, franchise worlds. Yeah, let one do its thing and yeah, let the other struggle yeah. forever. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more or less. Whereas, I think, on the other hand, uh, Marvel would benefit from you know merging the worlds of the television and cinematic world which i feel like they're going to well they are going to ben they're going to in september in a way sort of when they come out with this is a segue by the way is it working it's working is it working okay good we're going so we got news that in september inhumans is going to be coming to imax boom boom not as a movie though but as a um a two-episode pilot Right. More or less. And they're going to be releasing that worldwide for a two-week run in IMAX. And the episodes, the two episodes are going to be shot in like on IMAX cameras. And it's going to be produced by ABC Studios and Fox Studios. Not Fox Studios. Fuck. <laughs> no. ABC Fox away. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thought. The uh, thought of Fox interrupting. No. <laughs> the, but it's going to be produced by ABC Studios and Marvel Studios. And they're going to be putting it out there. And then the show itself will be airing in fall uh, as right. a weekly show. And it's going to be, um, you know, following Black Bolt and Medusa and, you know, all that good stuff. All the the humans. Inhumans. Right. And this is good. This is good news, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, we had originally, I mean, Inhumans was going to be a movie. It was going to be a feature film. But then they took it off the slate and they replaced it with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. And then also, you know. They have Inhumans on Agents of Shield, so it kind of works into like the more TV show stuff anyway. Right. And then, um, also something I'd read or heard was um, that Inhumans was really getting pushed out there by uh, the former uh, like head of Marvel Studios. I, I can't think of his name. Right. Um, but he's since been replaced with uh, Kevin Feige. Sure. Who then he was the one that just cut Inhumans out. Because uh, he what felt, a dickhead! Yeah, well, because I guess the thing was, <laughs> I think they felt that uh, it was the Marvel TV shows, like Agents of Shield and stuff, were that were trying to dictate what was going to be going on on the screens, and they they wanted to leave it a little more separate. Yeah, yeah. Which I guess maybe they are keeping it separate. Who knows? But you know, they should bring it a little bit together, I suppose. I maybe not the TV shows, but definitely the Netflix shows. Oh yeah. I definitely want to see those guys. Yeah, no reason not to. Yeah, I, you know, I want to see Defenders. You know, once they come together, I I mean, assuming it's it's good, which I don't see why it wouldn't. Yeah. I'd like to see them, you know, in the MCU at some point. Uh, by the way, a little thing, because I started reading um, Inhumans this week. Uh, you know Black Bolt? 
You know what his full name is? I don't know. Black Blackagen Boltagon. Wow. Yep. Well, that's a little something for Good you. Good to know. Good to know. You want to get into it? Are, are we getting into it? You want to get into the movies? The Dude. movie? <laughs> Do you want to get into it? Let's let's get into it. All right. So enough fucking around. Yeah. Let's get into it. I know enough of this. Enough of this snooze talk. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> so this week we watch Goldeneye. Goldeneye. Yeah, Goldeneye, man. What are you? Uh... I love James Bonds, man. Do you? I love James Bonds. I do. Yeah, you love the James Bonds. All the Bonds. Yeah. Okay. Tell me about this one. I love one. Barry Bonds. I love James Bonds. Tell me about your history with Goldeneye. My history of Goldeneye. Tell me when you first got to know Goldeneye. Back in 1995, when I was a wee lad. Ah, uh, yes. I did see this movie in theater. Are you speaking with an Irish accent? Should I? Because Pierce Brosnan is an accent. <laughs> because Pierce, because Pierce Brosnan is Irish. He's an accent. <laughs> because he's Irish. What? He's not Irish. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Nope. I'm not. Wow. Irish as a leprechaun, my friend. <laughs> Good to know. Yep. So tell me about your history of Goldeneye. I'm uh, interested. Yeah. I was telling you earlier a little bit, briefly, mm-hmm. off the podcast. Right. That, uh, yeah, I remember the video or, games. Or was it on the podcast? Oh, my God. Secret podcast. Secret podcast. <laughs> yeah, I remember the video game a lot more than the movie. Uh, Definitely spent a shitload of time playing it yeah and uh you know at the time nintendo 64 was huge mm-hmm. i was playing it and this game just rocked my fucking world man i won an n64 by playing this game i went to a toys r us competition uh-huh and i got second place oh, okay i got an n64 two controllers oh that's cool see i was thinking maybe you're gonna say it was some kind of like underground like type thing or you know you were over at little billy's house and you know he was you were like racing for pinks more or less. Uh, <laughs> if I beat your ass in Goldeneye, I'm walking away with this N64. Yeah, it is his birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't that much of a dickhead. Oh, I was. At Toys R Us, I was talking shit the whole time, too. Yeah, I bet you were. Yeah. You were a little, what, you were like 11? Uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah. It came out in 95. No, the game came out in 97. Yeah. You were like 13, dude. Ooh, I was too old to be playing that shit. That's why I had an unfair advantage. You should probably won against like some 10-year-old kid. I won against a lot of kids. How many kids, were, how many kids were there? There's a lot of people. I don't actually, I don't remember, but. This, yeah. is, this is nothing about the movie. I know. I'm just letting you know. I remember more about the game. And it was funny watching the movie as yeah. the place we were going through because the game did really well in replicating scenes. Right. And so it was kind of like weird flashbacks of me killing people as we're watching the movie. Yeah, like PTSD. <laughs> yeah, kind, kind of, yeah. I was like, God. Would you have felt more? I saw you clutching for a Phantom Remote yeah. at some point yeah, sir, I, during I, the fight scene. Yeah, I was like, I need the body armor. I know it's around this corner. <laughs> it's hard. It's a hard watch for you. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'll make sure not to do that again. <laughs> but uh, tell me about what's the story of Goldeneye? Jesus Christ. It's the most. <laughs> ridiculous like <laughs> dude all right i'm gonna try and just throw this out there yeah, okay make it really so yeah pretty much you get the opening you got your both your 007s 006 and 7 right did i say 007s double o agents you, you said double o's okay good yeah i think so um, right yeah well i did now yeah the magical edit <laughs> <laughs> um so they're doing something in russia they're trying to oh they're trying to get the golden eye are they? <laughs> no, they're not. They're trying to just blow this place up for whatever reason. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. They probably explain it. I don't know. No, they don't. Yeah, well. So there's, you know, 006, quote unquote, dies. I think they're trying to, they're trying to blow up the... The dam. They're trying to blow up those, those canisters, right? <laughs> that are in the dam. I don't know why, not, man. Okay, they're there. It's just an action scene. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't... It has those, man, is there action? <laughs> now, wait a minute. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll get to okay, we'll get to it later. Okay, go on. All right, so yeah, 006 dies. Yeah. In the beginning, uh James Bond escapes mm-hmm. narrowly, unscathed. Yep. And um 9 years later, your fast forward, James Bond is ripping the streets in his fucking Aston Martin just, and he's got this random girl with him. Yep. Uh he ends up racing some chick who mm-hmm. apparently he was watching. This chick ends up working with the Russians to get the Golden Eye, which is a weapon. Yeah, it's the Golden Eye. Yeah, it sets off like an like a sort of like EMP that that blows things up too. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's really weird. They uh, don't ever actually even explain what it's supposed to do. Yeah, like they started to, but all they got to was EMP. Yep. The end. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen we've seen EMPs, man. Yeah, I've seen them in other movies. Yeah. They don't do that. They don't they blow don't... things up. Yeah. So anyway. she's working with Russians. They're pretty much people steal this. Golden Eye, the MP thing. Yep. And there's a general, uh, Mishkin, right? I don't general. We'll just call him general. He's yeah. like the only general, Russian yeah. general. So and so general vodka. He wants to try and start a war with it. I think he wants to get money with it. Well, that's all right. So well, he dies. Yeah. So don't ask me about the <laughs> plot of this movie because, folks, the plot doesn't make any fucking sense. Well, you got it right so far, right? Is that right. it? Right. Well, I mean, that's close enough. That's I close mean, enough. But then it turns, blah, out that sh- it turns out that... Uh, 006 isn't dead. Ooh, surprise! 006 yeah. isn't dead. And he is trying to use the golden eye to uh, wipe the bank's information after he hacks in yep. to withdraw the money. Yep. So right? he's, yeah, he just wants a bunch of money. Yeah. Pretty much. Is that... That's it. That's, that's what it's about, right? Yeah. I don't know what the other guys... Yeah. So, I don't know what he was trying to do. So the... the the Secretary of Secretary of Space. Yeah. <laughs> Secretary of Space. <laughs> so this movie's so fucking crazy, and they're so. I feel like they had a a very vast idea that they wanted to yeah. portray. Mm-hmm. And once they started filming, they were like, uh, "This line of dialogue is just going nowhere." So let's just cut to the next scene. Right. And because there's characters that don't need to be in this movie, there's uh-huh. entire Ton- there's tons of characters. Yeah, an entire segments of the movie that is just people in a board meeting talking and for, for what none of it amounts to anything yeah it, like when when general when, when when russian general first steals the golden eye and blows up the space center or whatever it's called <laughs> right yeah uh, the secret space the space weapons center yep that's actually what it's called yeah and when he blows it up after stealing the golden eye he goes to like a boardroom and meets with other heads of uh, Russia stuff, and basically says, I, "What what it seems to me is like he's saying like I failed you guys and I resigned. You know the golden eye was stolen by um, uh, Serbian uh, separatists, blah blah blah." And the main guy at the table is he says, "Well, two people are missing from your team, so could it possibly be them?" And he's like, "I'll go figure that out." He's, yeah. Like, what, so he just he just steals the golden eye. And he's like, I quit. Yeah. And he just leaves. Because he know. thinks it's a an easy out. Yeah. Blame it on the Serbians. Yeah, sure. Because they're things. They're a thing at the time. Uh. Yeah, man. The story though, it's very very all over the place. It's so all over. And there's there's not much that 
there's a lot of talking, but none of it really amounts to anything. There's not a lot of explanation. Right. You realize Trevelyan's plan, who's 006, mm-hmm. at the very end of the fucking movie. Right. When he when you realize that he comes... Like, because, I mean, if you're watching this movie without having read the credits at the beginning and knowing who Sean Bean is... Yeah. He, he gets killed at the beginning. Yeah. So, you're... If you don't... Which, I mean, who... No one's going to know who Sean Bean is as a casual movie watcher. Yeah, he'd probably already died in, like, 15 different movies. <laughs> probably. But, like, <laughs> you know, he dies at the beginning. He comes back, like, way, way, way later. The very end. Yeah. Like, part of the movie. Yeah. And well, he just walks out of the shadows, and you're just supposed to immediately recognize him. Yeah. And then he lays down his whole plan there. And then he even, like, goes into his plan further later on. Oh, and God. That's that's part of my can cracking. Uh, we'll, we'll get, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. But, um... So, all right, tell me, tell me some good things about this movie. Okay, well, the stunts, great stunts, definitely. The and stunts. fight scenes, man. The fight scenes, yeah. But the stunts, man, we had um some real like uh uh um you know uh what is it um like iconic stunt scenes from this movie the the jump off the dam at the beginning of the middle right. of the film uh, like a really uh, you know it was voted like one of the best like stunt scenes you know like of all time. Yeah, uh, it was probably, badass. Probably IGN, I think. It's and... a gigantic fucking dam, dude. Yeah. That was a big-ass dam. It, it was, <laughs> dude, it was huge. And this guy just bungee jumps off. Yeah, he just jumps off, man. Uh, He can only do one jump at a time because the, ten- the the cables can only take one pull. Like, then they had to replace the cables again. So he... And That's terrifying. Yeah. So they're like, yeah, How'd they right? find that out? <laughs> Uh, the previous stunt man. <laughs> they, I, do you know how they found out? Do you remember? Uh, do you remember in Castaway when he was testing the ropes by throwing that log off? Right. That's how they found out. They just threw they a... tested it by ah. throwing. Well, I'm sure he's glad they did that. <laughs> yeah. But... Whatever his name is, that kind of looks like Pierce Brosnan. I forget his name. I I knew it because I watched a behind the scenes thing on it. Um, but yeah, that scene's great. And then the um. Oh, that stunt. We got that stunt. Then we had the, 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 the motorcycle jump to the airplane stunt, which is also really cool. That was really cool. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, that, that was really cool. The more you say it, the more it means. Yeah, so the stunts are great. Um, overall, like, the acting, I think, was good. And, like, the cast. The cast was wonderful. Yeah, the cast was pretty good. Pierce I don't. Br- I didn't feel like anyone was weak. No. Um, no. Pierce Brosnan. He brought it pretty good. He's a good Bond. He's a good Bond. Uh, now I think later on he deteriorates. Oh, and the Die Another Day and whatever his other movies. Just were. in life in general. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, in uh, Tomorrow Never Ends and like uh, Die Another Day and whatever. The the world is not enough. Right. Um, but yeah, no, he did good. And then yeah, you said that like the fight scenes. Yeah, the end fight scene with him and Sean Bean, man. Yeah. That was a really good fight scene, actually. Yeah, no. I was, I was impressed. Yeah, it was actually, like, having just watched um Spectre, I can say that I enjoyed those fight scenes more than I did really any fight scenes in that movie. Yeah. For one, 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 one little thing. And it's not even a little thing. It's a big thing. Is when you get punched a bunch of times in the face, what happens usually? You get bloody. You get bloody, right? Yeah. What happens in Spectre? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Fucking Batista kicks a goddamn table into a woman's face. <laughs> Nothing. No blood. Not a speck. But anyway, not a specter. That's yo. <laughs> That'll wrap it up for this week, guys. Yeah. <laughs> See you next time. No, but uh, those are the. What do you like? What do you like? What do you? What do you like, man? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll tell you what I didn't like. What's okay? We're going. You don't like. You don't like games. Since, since we're already comparing to Spectre and just. <laughs> well, Spectre's not really that good to compare to. Right. Well, I'm just saying, Daniel Craig. Yeah. I'm gonna go and compare this right now. What the fuck is James Bond wearing in Goldeneye, dude? You, you know, he's wearing clothes of the time, man. He's wearing goofy ties that's with what, his suits. That's what they wore. No. Yeah. Just wear a plain black tie or a plain red tie. You why? Go, like, why you gotta wear a weird tie with like anchors on it? Um, that's what they wore, man. You I look, don't know. look at what Daniel Craig wears. He doesn't wear. Ah, uh, Daniel Craig looks clean as fuck all the time, man. He does, but he, I'm sure he has some kind of print on his tie. Uh, <laughs> no, you're right though. But I mean, yeah, he just look, he for, looked goofy for a Bond. For but you know, for being 90s style though, it was pretty good 90s style. It <sighs> could have been far worse. I felt like his casual Bond was pretty nice when he had like the tan coat on with the. The shirt unbuttoned, one button down. Casual Bond is always bad Bond, dude. It's always the same. <laughs> you realize, like, Casual Bond has never changed. And oh, Casual yeah. Casual Bond always finds himself on a beach. Every time, with a lady. Khakis. Yeah. Khakis Lin- rolled up. Linen linen shirt. Yep. <laughs> Where does he get these beach clothes? Dude, do you think he calls, like, MI6? And he's like, look, look, I got myself a honey. I, I got need- myself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, myself, got a honey. myself a honey. I need you to send my linens and also dresses for her too. Yep. Yeah, because she's always dressed very nice yeah. on the beach, even though it's some woman he just found. Yeah. And you think MI6 is ever like, look, James, we're not paying for this shit anymore, man. We're going under. Like, you know, yeah. it's bad enough we got Q taking up all of our resources by making blown up pens for you to throw away everywhere. Yep. Oh, man. But no, did you, you had to like things about this. I liked the car in it. The tank scene. The tank scene was iconic, actually. Really slow and boring, though, right? Well, yeah, coming back to it now, but <laughs> I remember at the time, that scene was badass. Yeah, it was just a big thing. He's chasing someone in a goddamn tank for, I... like, for, like, 25 minutes of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, like, I remember, like, that being, like, a big thing, like, in the trailers and, like, uh, like oh, yeah. if you watch, like, any, do you remember, like, when DVD was, like, first starting to happen? Oh, yeah. And Of course I do. Yeah, it was, like, always, like, the same movies. Well, Goldeneye was one of those movies, like, DVD, in your house. Yep. And it was, like, always, like, that scene of him, like, looking around, like, and straightening his tie. Yeah, after he just blew up a, or ran through a wall or whatever. Yeah, and he's just killing all those Russian police, by the way. Oh, he just runs them all over, man. Yeah, which I wanted to, I wrote down one of the two things I wrote down. I just said Goofy Tie. That was the first one. That's okay. We can still talk about Goofy. That's yeah. all you wrote down was Goofy Tie. <laughs> I just talked about it. I have like this book. I know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why you need to reference that much. I don't. Uh, but it's good to talk about. Um. Just no, like... I I wanted to mention during the tank scene how bad those police car like the drivers were. Oh yeah. They just drove like. Oh yeah. Off the road into like the the river. Right. Like non. They would drive into each other. Like, and I know every movie they like if you're being chased. The cops have to be shitty drivers. Right, we've all seen over the top, man. Right, it's it was like almost like Blues Brothers quality, like over the top. Yeah, it really was. Uh, Yeah, there's a hundred police cars and they all just run into each other constantly. He's in a tank. It's not that he's in he's in a tank. Just give up. (laughs) Yeah, like and they're constantly just shooting bullets at it. Right, like they know it's a tank. Right, and they know bullets aren't gonna do anything. Uh huh. But whatever, whatever. Yeah, we gotta talk about a couple more good things about this before we talk about the bad. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not ripping it. No, not yet. Not yet. We're gonna. Not yet. Yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> what did you think about the ladies, though? The ladies. I felt like it, they were subpar. Um. Well, Fomka Jensen, man. 
Uh, yeah. We played uh, on a top. Yep. I'm not gonna lie, man. She's, she's looking good. Looking good. So. But Bond doesn't go with her. So. Well, now you're right. Well, he kind of sort of. I mean, they they kind of screw around a little bit. Yeah, when she's trying to kill him with her legs. Yeah. And then he throws her ass on a hot rock and then <laughs> flips her over his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Hey. What do you feel? What do you think about uh, all of his little one-liners? Oh, they're terrible, most of them. And I know Bond is notorious for those little one-liners. Actually, you know what the um, the one that you used at the beginning, the uh, four, yeah. four four plays over or whatever the hell it was. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no more four play. Yeah, that was probably the that, that was a good one-liner. I thought that was fun. Yeah, and that's that's the scene I just mentioned when he just throws her over he, his shoulder. Right. Yeah. And then he pulls a gun out of nowhere, which is cool. Got the gun the whole time. No, remember when they started making out? He threw it over to the side. Oh yeah, where did he get the gun from? He was in the pool. Dad, he's <laughs> okay. Well, Goddamn James Bond. Uh, pulling it, pulling it out of himself. What, what the hell did he say, man? He said something real stupid. Well, obviously when he, when they're tied up, in, when he and uh, Natalia, we didn't even go to these characters at all. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We got Bond. There's a billion characters. in this Yeah, movie. there's a billion characters, but uh, there's this. They're important to mention. I yeah, think. sure. Natalia is well, like the we'll chick he's her. trying to save the whole time. Right. Okay. So we got Bond, obviously. Pierce Brosnan. We got Alec, played by Sean Bean. He's the bad guy in the end. 006. Yep. Uh, Bomka Jensen plays on top. She's like a Russian psychopath. Pretty much a yeah. weird man. Uh, we got uh, this guy Boris, who is played by Alan Cumming. Yep. Uh, um, Natalia. I couldn't even pronounce her name. He played her, so I didn't even bother writing it down. Yep. She worked with Boris. Right. Uh, she worked with Boris. She was like, they're like buds, but, you know, Boris went one way. She went the other way. Um, we have Q and M, uh, who played by, uh, M played Judy Dench, which I, I want to mention that this is the first time that M was portrayed by a woman. Yeah. In the history of Bond. And she carried yeah. on, obviously, throughout the Craig films as well. Yep. Until her character was replaced, I guess. Was she killed? Or... Yeah, she died. Yeah. And... yeah, she died, and she was replaced with uh, uh, Rafe. Ray Fiennes. Yeah. And then um, Q was played by Desmond Llewellyn, who had actually started the character of Q in uh, 1964 with Goldfinger. Right. And carried on until 1999's... Uh, uh... So did he die in real life? Like, what happened? Yeah, he died in 99. Okay. Yeah, he well, yeah, he died in 99 after um, uh, The World Was Not Enough. That was the last Bond movie he did. Yeah. So there's that. And then uh, on top of those characters, we also had uh, minor characters Wade and Valentine, who were played by... Uh, Joe, Joe Don Baker, who we know from uh, tons of shit, man. Robert Coltrane, he played uh, Valentine, the Russian fella that he shot uh, in the knee, that he met up with for seemingly no reason. Exactly. Right. That was another weird, like, ten minutes of this movie that didn't need to happen. Right. But uh, we know him from uh, Hag- Hagrid. Yeah. From Harry Potter. <sighs> Dude. <laughs> My beloved Harry Potter. Bring that shit up one more time. Right. But uh, I want to run through those characters because we're going to talk about Natalia for a moment. Yeah. We'll talk about her because they fell in love, right? Well, she fell in love with him. Yeah. Typical. I don't... Uh, this, yeah. The, the Bond-girl-like lo- Bond instant love attraction thing. It's part of it, man. It comes with the territory. It's so weird, though, right? Oh, it feels forced every it's time. It's so strange. Like, it just... Like, it's cringeworthy. Yeah, every time, yeah. Every time, like... Yeah. Even the Daniel Craig ones, man. Like, yeah. the girl, she'll start off with an attitude, and he'll just say, like, three things. And then she's like, you know what? We should fuck. 
And, like sometimes I feel like if he's like forcing himself onto the women. <laughs> Right? He gets a little, and a little more, rapey. And more times than not, especially in the Daniel Craig version, or yeah. in the Daniel Craig ones, like they're with men. Like they're married or well, have. That's his, that's his style, man. Yeah, it's his MO, huh? Yeah. You think they talk about Bond like that? I guess they do, don't they? They do. He's known for that shit. Exactly. Uh, what an asshole. You think we're going to get a real Bond? That's a real man. Whoa. A real gentleman. A gentleman? Gentleman Bond. I don't know. What else about this movie? Before we get into the bad stuff, I got some stuff I want to talk about about the production of it. Go for it. That's cool. This is this is the time. This is the time. Okay, cool. So this is a 17th Bond film, by the way. 17th. 17th. That's a lot of Bonds. It is. Uh, it was actually supposed to be the 17th Bond film was supposed to come out in the in 1990, I believe. It was when it was started happening with a when it was a Timothy Dalton right. who was still as Bond, but then uh, MGM and UA. MGM and United Artists Pictures had uh, problems because they had uh, with the people that actually owned the Bond films, um, so it was delayed a few years. And then by the time it went to production in '94, uh, Dalton was like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." Right. <laughs> so they were they replaced him with uh, Pierce Brosnan. Yep. Who, great job. Yeah. As we mentioned earlier, Pierce, Pierce, was, Pierce was a good. Good Bond, man. He was a good Bond. He had a good Bond look. And actually, interesting thing was he was actually supposed to take over in '86. Oh, wow. Pierce Brosnan. But then he had scheduling conflicts because he was doing Remington Steel at the time, <laughs> which was essentially Bond, right? Yeah. Little things about this. Uh, Goldeneye, I mentioned this. I talked. I told, told, I told you this earlier. Goldeneye actually came from uh, an operation during World War II. Operation. Did I tell you this? No. Oh, okay, I didn't. Uh, operation Goldeneye. It, uh, it, was, it was something during World War II in which uh, Commander Ian, Ian Fleming he w- right. he worked because he was part of the uh, Brit- British naval intelligence. He it was an operation that he was a part of, in which uh, I don't know he had to overlook Spain for some reason with during... an EMP explosive device. Exactly. So that was an operation he was part of during the World War II, and then he went on to name an estate on Jamaica, Goldeneye, which is where they got the title for the film Goldeneye. Okay. And this is actually the first movie uh, based on James Bond that's not based directly on the writings of Ian Fleming. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. A little cool little tidbits about it. Oh. Well, yeah. what about the uh, theme song? What about the theme song? Written by Bono. Tina, written by T- Bono and The Edge. And The Edge? Performed but... by Tina Turner. <laughs> Tina Turner. Oh, man. That was... It wasn't a. It wasn't the worst Bond opening song. That's no, for sure. I think that one, that, that last one, the one on Spectre by... um. I couldn't even tell you who the fucking guy's name is. Uh oh, Buble? No. No, it wasn't Buble. It was someone sort of like him. Uh yeah. Cuz Adele did the one before that. Yeah, she did the Skyfall one. Skyfall. <laughs> is, is that is that Skyfall. it? Skyfall. <laughs> Skyfall. <laughs> yeah, it, it was on the radio and stuff, man. Don't you remember that? Oh yeah. Uh hell, hold on. And then um we had Chris Cornell, he did the song for uh Casino Royale. Casino Royale. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, I remember that one. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Smith. Uh, Whoever the fucking guy is. It's shitty song, Inspector. Yeah. Dude. Hey, I Sam mean, Smith. Fuck you. Yeah. Learn how to write Bond songs. You piece of shit. Didn't Jack White do the one for uh, Quantum of Solace? Yeah, well, I don't like to remember that movie at all. We we already nitpicked this movie enough. I okay. think it's time to get into uh, our our actual gripes of the movie, the things that really bothered us, and it leads us into a segment of the show, a segment 
that we like to call cracks the can. How many times have we done this? Cracks the can. Not ten. Not ten. That's <laughs> for sure. I have no idea. All right. So I have a couple things here. All right. I only have one major, so you go first if you got more than one. Okay. Um, All the romance shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the friendly car chase, right? In the beginning, yeah. In the beginning. Fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> like real dumb. One, it wasn't... Okay, so it's a car chase between um, uh, James Bond, and he has that lady with him that's trying to... Uh, she's a character you never see again. Yeah, so. but she's just she's just like trying to like uh, get a read on him. Like she's sent to as like a like a guidance counselor, I guess. Or uh, what am I trying to say? What would that be in the real world, not in high school? <laughs> uh, you know, she's just yeah. I, I don't... Whatever. She's just there to like analyze him, make sure that he's fit for whatever right. the fuck. And so she's there in the in the car with him. And this is when we meet um, on a top for the first time. She's in a Ferrari. Yeah, and they just start speeding around these like winding roads in. Yep. Uh, they're in France, I think. Yep. And they just—it's just stupid. It's not like, it's not—it's not to the point where it's like edge of your seat, like excitement. Right. It's just enough to like. It's just—it's just enough, you know. It's like oh, they're they're racing. Yeah. The music is terrible. Well, uh, I also say what's worse about this, so. Most Bond films do something like like this type of thing, like as a open the movie action sequence mm-hmm. just for action. Right. But they already did that with the actual beginning of the movie. Right. And we already had our giant action scene uh-huh. of you know all 006 dying. You had shit blowing up. Right. Yeah. You, yeah. The movie starts off. He jumps off the dam. Fucking yeah. shit blows up. It's he's badass. Gotta, he's got to take the motorcycle, jump off a, a cliff to catch an airplane. Yep. Awesome. Then we go into the theme song, which isn't bad by any means, like yep. we just mentioned. And then it just goes right to this car chase. Right into this bullshit car chase. Yeah. Fuck that. And the music is so stupid. You mentioned the music when we were watching. Like, what yeah. the fuck is this? This is very nineties music. Yeah. It's it was very of its time. Yeah. The only point of it was to set up the character of her, of on a top. Right. Which we then met in the next scene when they're at the casino. Yeah. So that we're... whole thing, fuck it. Stupid. <laughs> Oh, and then it ends with him finally stopping the car because this lady he's with is, like, freaking out too much. And he pulls over the car and says, you see, I have no problem listening to a woman in authority or whatever. And And then then they start making out. Well, then he cracks open a bottle of champagne. (laughs) That's a a good one. Yeah, yeah. fuck that scene. Fuck it. (laughs) Fuck that scene. I'll I'll drink to that. My main one was uh, the the villain, man. (laughs) Which one? (laughs) <laughs> yeah right. Who what? It was Double O Six. It was okay. uh Trevelyan. Uh-huh. Alec Trevelyan. Alec Trebek. Sean Sean Bean. I fucking couldn't stand that he had to just keep every time he would run into Bond, he had a gun pointing at him, and he'd be like, "And you know what else I'm gonna do? Here's the next part of my plan." Right. And it was just this non. And they ran into each other like four separate times. Uh-huh. And he would just reveal more about what he's trying to do. It's like, all right, so you caught me. In the last place, and we barely got away, me and my henchmen, I see that you're here again, and I caught you again. Yeah. You know what I'm doing here? This this is what I'm doing here. Yeah. And it just keeps happening over and over. It's just fucking shoot him. Right. Yeah. It's, it's this thorn in your side, and you... Yeah, <sighs> and, and every time they cross paths, uh, paths you know, he, he, he makes a comment, you know, oh, what an unpleasant surprise, or whatever, right. you know? It's like... And so, you know, part of me is like, oh, you know, maybe he's he's got a soft spot. He doesn't actually want to kill James. Sure. But he does. He yeah. 100% wants to kill James Bond. Right. Well, I mean, he should because without, unless he does, there's no one to stop him. 
Which I mean, could you? Ma- I mean, they he's, were... he's just the worst villain ever. I mean, that ends like the climax of the movie when he finally, when James finally got down to Cuba, to where they were doing everything with the giant satellite dish and right. they had that final fight. They had so many, like you pointed out, so many guards, so much security, yeah. so much everything, and one James Bond got in there and just took it all down. Yep. Well, I guess Natalia helped too. Sure. By hacking. Uh, 90s hacking. 90s hacking. Uh, yeah. It was painful to watch. Uh, but um, yeah, just get rid of him. I mean, the most he did was put him in an exploding helicopter. Which had the eject button right next to his fucking head. Which he smashed with his head. <laughs> After, why did he set off those? I don't know. It doesn't matter. He, yeah, that's one of my gripes, though, is he starts a helicopter with his head. <laughs> he sure does. Yep. <laughs> he does. Uh, he just headbutts the console until the helicopter starts. Right. Um, after, after all the action, oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, when they're on, it's when they're on the train, right? Yep. And they find out like where they're going to be going, which is to Cuba. And he laser watches them out of the train. Which I didn't believe he had the laser watch. I, I thought called it was just it. in the game. Called it. <laughs> laser watch. Yeah. So, you know, we have all the action on the train. The, the, I mean, we go right from the tank race yep. into the train, the train, which is blowing up, which is crazy. And then. You know, they find out where they're going to be going. She she hacks in. Yep. She hacks into the mainframe. Right. Through the firewire. <laughs> the fucking gets all the intel that she needs, man. You know? Oh, what was the what was the hacking term? I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'm in. You always they, they definitely use that in this movie, which yeah, is Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. I can't get through this, his password. I'm in. What is it like these, like, because it was also like, because. Because Boris had those like little characters of himself too, right? That he used, which are very much like His what little avatars. Yeah, yeah, which is very much like what Newman used in, in Jurassic, uh, Park, in Jurassic yeah. Park. Yeah, uh, hackers, uh, man. Yeah, that's uh, uh, what they uh, did uh. in the nineties. <laughs> oh man. So anyway, you're oh, yeah. you're leading so, into yeah. yeah. So yeah, so what they should do is just leave that fucking train, and go right to Cuba, and smash Alex's ass. Yeah. But what they do instead is they just chill. They go to Cuba and then they chill on the beach. Yeah. For yeah. like days. Yeah, they have some romantic time. Days. Yeah. How like what? It's definitely like it's definitely a day because it was a night. Yeah, too. you see the sunset and then him on the beach again the next day. Yeah. And he's thinking, yeah. oh, oh, I'm so thoughtful. And she comes up and she has this talk with him, and like she freaks you know, out on him. It's like you think you're a big man with your with your guns and your killing. Well, that doesn't make you a hero, you know. And then it's like, okay, well, first off, you don't even know this fucking guy. So <laughs> you just met him. Why are you going into all this shit? And then yeah, then it cuts to the scene of them in bed where she rolls on top of him and she's like, on the train when he had his when he had the gun to my head <laughs> and he he was gonna kill me, and you said that I meant nothing. Did you mean it? Like what? Yeah, and he was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish he'd been like, yeah, because you didn't and you don't. Like, <laughs> I mean, at this point, like they don't have a relationship. No. Like. He's just, you know, having a little fun while they're on a mission, you yeah. know? I mean, the idea of her even coming with him was ridiculous, you know? Can you disarm that weapon? Uh, no, but I could probably get a trained MI6 operative who could. Yeah. Well, also, she didn't really help him disarm it at all because he kind of just blew the whole <laughs> fucking building up. Well, did he blow it up? <laughs> Someone did. Because why did it blow up? <laughs> it just blew up. <laughs> Yeah, so the end, the, the end fight. He put that bomb on the tank. But then it got disarmed. Right. And that was it. They never touched back on it. 
And then, right after his fight with Trevelyan, he jumps on a helicopter and the whole fucking place blows up (laughs) by itself. All right. Well, you know what? That brings us to whether we do or don't on this one. This is a hard one, I think. Yeah. This is a hard one. It was... All right. So, the movie's two hours and ten minutes long. Right. Okay, people. That doesn't sound like a long time. It's... But for a 90s James Bond flick, it's a long fucking time. (laughs) It might as well have been four hours. Yeah. 20 minutes. Please it up. Yeah. Uh, no, so, man, I would say due to the video game. And you might as well just play the game because it's the same story. Right. But you get to actually, like, play as James Bond. Mm-hmm. It even looks the same, so fuck it. I yeah. say due to the video game, yeah. Goldeneye. I'm like, you, during the movie, do you remember I mentioned, like, you know, this this game came out, like, I wonder if I can, I wonder if I can, I think you can purchase it, like, on PlayStation. I should have just done that. We should have just played through the game and reviewed it then. Right? <laughs> I would have rather done that. Because, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's one of those movies that if if you've seen it, don't go back. Don't go back. Just remember it. Just remember it for what it was, because I remember it much more fondly than it is. Yeah, same here. Fond. So fond. <laughs> uh, but uh, if you're new to James Bond, then, yeah, I mean, you have to go back and watch it. Yeah, if you've never seen it. But then it's probably just about as like thrilling as all James Bond movies are. Well, which, it's Bond, you know. Which aren't very. You either at all. you either like Bond or you don't. I think. Yeah, I mean, I like Bond. Yeah. He's cool. He's a cool guy. <laughs> he's uh, chill. And you know, this being like the best of the, of the Brosnan. Hey, yeah, this is the best. Yeah, don't watch his other ones. Yeah, that's right. for sure. But um, I'll, I'll give it a I'll give it a do because, you just can't. You can't not. All right. Well, for the first time in history, we're on a split decision there. That's it, guys. Sorry. One do, one don't. That's it. All right. So, guys. Tenth episode. That brings us to our next segment, which we affectionately call Two Dicks Picks. Dicks with an apostrophe. So, what's your pick? My picks for this week. Um, I'm going to talk about some things I've been checking out, then talk about some things that I'm looking to try to check out. Sure. Some things I've checked out. Uh mentioned it earlier that I watched uh, The Ghost in the Shell from uh, 94. Yeah, the old anime. Yeah, the old anime. Um, I'd never seen it before, but, you know, with this movie coming out uh, next year, I wanted to check it out. And also, like, you know, with the trailer, I wanted to have a better grasp of, like, you know, what I was actually looking at, uh, which wasn't a lot that they took from it. Uh, It was decent. Like, the story's pretty cool. It's a cool story. And, like, the first half of it was really good and, like, really exciting. Um, And then it's just kind of just just fucking falls down from there man right it gets real boring like most animes yeah yeah uh, but uh no it didn't even have like a real solid ending i don't think to it yeah uh, so uh, maybe things were lost in translation like we we're mentioning or we talked about earlier or you know maybe it just maybe people just have bad taste when it comes to <laughs> you know i i just sometimes i feel like when prob- they probably got the guy who wrote the finale for lost and they were like, you know what? Can you finish this movie for us? <laughs> He's like, yeah, sure. <laughs> what? Four toes? Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Uh, yeah. So I watched that. Uh, what I did watch this weekend, though, uh, this past weekend, was I watched uh, the new Star Trek movie, Star Trek Beyond. Oh, yeah. So I still I haven't that. seen that yet. Dude. The Fast and the Furious 7 director? Or yeah. Justin Lin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you remember the first episode when we almost went to go see that in theaters? Yeah. And But instead, we just tried to talk about Robocop. Right. We should have gone to see that in theaters. Ah, it was so good. Yeah. Oh yeah, I yeah definitely recommend it, dude. You gotta check it out. It's so good and like the like really good pacing, really fun, really exciting. Right. Um, the story's like pretty solid. 
uh, like real solid. The action's really solid. Um, like it, it's just a lot of fun. And then uh, I mentioned earlier I started watching or not started watching, watching. I started reading um the uh, Uncanny uh Inhumans. Right. The newest yeah. run on that, which uh, started about a year ago, I think. So which still is still going. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, still going. Okay. So that's starting off to be pretty good. Um, it's, it's funny. Like I listened back to last week's episode when I talked about Marvel Unlimited. And I talked about it, but then I never actually talked about anything I'm reading on it. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. That's now. what you're reading. I'm reading that. And I've also been reading the new Moon Knight or the newest run of Moon Knight, which this, this is all new. It's not new, new because it's six months. Sure. Yeah. Because that's how the delay is with the works. But I started reading those. I read the first two episodes on that. Episodes two, first two issues. Yeah. On that. Really good. Yeah. Really solid. The artwork's really great. The writing's really good. Um, And then uh, I'm checking out a lot of stuff as well. Uh, Invincible Iron Man and stuff like that, but I also started the new Punisher. I sent you that little picture. Yeah, the, yeah. Like I gained the thumbs in the eyes. That's pretty brutal, dude. It was pretty <laughs> nuts, dude. For being like, you know, because back back when they had like Marvel Max and like you know stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah, this is like it's it says on it like it's for mature readers or whatever, but it's just under Marvel's brand still. Yeah. Super dark. Um, it's awesome though. Yeah, and it's got um artwork by classic Punisher artist. The late Steve Dillon, who uh, we lost earlier this year. Yeah. Um. So that's really great. Like, you know, really great artwork. You know, it's like the way Punisher. You know, it's the way you know he should look. Yeah, that's the way you're used to seeing him. Yeah, it looks great, man. And it's really, it's a really fun read. The story so far, I'm only like an issue in, but it seems really interesting. Uh, introduced, uh, I believe, a new character, uh, called the Face. Right. Really interesting. Cool. Um. But then on top of that, I want to be checking out uh, this week. There's a show that's been on Sci-Fi. It's like probably about like six episodes in, I think. It's called Channel Zero. Right. Have you heard anything about that? I have show? not heard about that. No. Okay. Well, the premise is like um, a string of mur- there, there's someone investigating a string of murders from the 80s. Right. Uh, in which his twin brother was also killed in that string of murders, and it maybe may or may not be connected to a child's television show. From the 80s, that just started to resurface again uh, okay. in the modern day. So it's kind of like this weird, twisted, like... But it's a sci-fi show. It's a sci-fi show. Like, yeah, so it's... So like, there's, like, some weird shit. Uh, there's, like, sci-fi element. Sci... <laughs> <laughs> just... Oh, man, I just 420 out on you. <laughs> what? It's, so it's sci-fi. <laughs> cool, man. <laughs> It's real. It's real cool. Yeah, but uh, no, but uh, <laughs> having like watched like the the like the trailers or whatever, dude. What are you doing over there, man? There's sci-fi elements, man. Yeah. It, oh, okay. I got yeah, you there said. is. Uh, but having watched like the trailer, or whatever for it, it looks pretty sweet. Uh, so I'm gonna check that out. And then also one more thing, I'm gonna start watching this week. It's only like two weeks in. Is the show uh, Stand Against Evil? Right. Uh, which has John C. Mc- McGinley. From, uh, I thought you were about to say John Cena. I was like, I yes. Wish. <laughs> uh, John C. McGinley from, um, you know him from uh, Scrubs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dr. Cox and stuff. It's It seems to be sort of, I mean, I don't know much about it. All I know is that it's like, it's, it's, he's like an ex-cop who's now facing off against like demons and stuff. Right. So it looks to be like, but he looks kind of like lowbrow. So it looks like it's going to be like sort of like Ash versus Evil Dead. Right. Or yeah. like uh, Dale and Tucker. Okay. Versus okay, yeah. evil. So, you know, kind of like that kind of thing. Everyday man fighting demons. Right. I love that kind of shit, dude. Oh, I, think yeah, it's, I, think, I think it's great when that shit happens, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, my one my one pick, uh, I, I ended up going and watching Raiders, because you talked about it, the yeah. Netflix documentary, mm-hmm. and uh, it was really good. Yeah. Like you said it was. Yeah, dude. 
Awesome. What did you think about like the side by side comparisons? That was cool, man. It was really cool. And those guys, man, I was just like, yeah, that's right. I want to be able to watch the whole film. I'm sure it's around what? somewhere. I'll look and see if I can find it. Yeah. We'll sit down and watch yeah. it. So yeah, I watched that, and that led me into the dark rabbit hole of Netflix documentaries. <laughs> of course. We've and, all been there. Yeah, and I saw the title Man vs. Snake The Long and Twisted Tale of Nibbler. Mm-hmm. And of course, I wanted to see what that was. Uh, immediately, I would think Futurama. <laughs> there are sci-fi elements. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I read the description, and it didn't really say much, but I knew it was a video game documentary, and I've actually watched a lot of those. I'm I don't know why they they really interest me. Very quickly, Nibbler was a game I never even heard of it. I didn't. I had no idea what Nibbler was. So it was this game. It's it's it was Snake before Snake was a game, mm-hmm. pretty much. But it was the first game to ever have a billion points. Okay. That let you get to a billion. Oh. And uh, oh. Yeah. And so there was a uh, the guy I can't remember his name, but there was the guy who was like the Pac-Man world champion mm-hmm. and like he was like you know what I'm going to try and go for a billion points in yeah. this game and the the documentary is not even about him it's this guy Tim McVeigh not the te- <laughs> not, yeah not the terrorist which they even point they <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I wish it were <laughs> the the long and twisted tale of nibbler and parentheses <laughs> the okay <laughs> bomber um, no, so, uh, yeah, it's about this guy, and he was just a kid in the, in this town in Iowa, and uh, he was watching this guy play Nibbler, and he was like, what's what's this guy doing? Why is everyone watching him? Because competitive gaming wasn't even a thing. No, yeah. And uh, they were like, oh, you know, he's trying to get, like, the old-time high score, blah, blah, blah. And him not even knowing this guy or what the game was, he was just like, doesn't matter. As soon as he's done, I'm going to beat his score anyway. <laughs> and uh, the guy gets to, like, 800 million or something, and he quits. And this kid immediately just starts playing it, and he had never played the game before, and he was determined at that point. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna get a billion points. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but it's it's a journey for the guy, and oh, it's cool. You, you can give it away. Spoiler. Spoil. Spoiler. I'm not gonna guys. spoil it. No, come on, spoil it. It's on Netflix. Go ah, watch it. Go watch it. Is it good though? Yeah. Is it, was, it was worth it? Yeah, it was. It's really not gonna cool. break my heart, is it? it ah. It could. I gave you Raiders, man. That had a happy ending. This could have a happy ending. It could not. All right. Well, I'll check it out because I did see it and it did look interesting. So yeah. I'll, I'll definitely probably, I'll probably watch that tonight. Yeah. yeah, I think that uh that about wraps it up. Yeah, that's about it for this week. So that's episode 10, guys, in the can. We we did it. Yeah. We did it. We did it. I'm excited. We're going to be back next week with... Uh, I'm done, dude. I, I, yeah. I signed up for 10 episodes of this shit. <laughs> I'm not coming back. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, you know, you'll be back. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Damn it. Extended contract. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, what are we doing next week? Uh, next week, we're going to continue on with the November man himself, Pierce Brosnan. Hey. With Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. And yeah. so should you be. <laughs> Who are you talking to? I'm talking to our, all of our listeners. Oh, all, all of them. them. Hey, guys. Hey. I forgot they were here. Oh, what? Yeah. Are, you, are you still with us? Well, if you are. <laughs> then let us know how you checked us out. Let us know how you found us. It'd be great to know. Um, share with a friend. Share with us. Share yeah. a comment. Write a review. Just make p- push a like button. Can you write a review to anything we're on? Uh, we're- yeah, yeah. You can just, I mean, you can write a c- comment or something. Yeah. So re- maybe not a real review, but you can comment and say you 
You got fucking stuck. You blow. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, so we're on SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud. Two Guys with Four Eyes. Yep. Everything's Two Guys with Four Eyes, SoundCloud. Um, iTunes. iTunes. Well, iTunes. Yeah, just search on iTunes. Yeah. Search on iTunes. Search on YouTube. Uh, SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud, Instagram. No Twitter because we're... Twi- I don't even know how to use... I, yeah. Do you even have a personal Twitter account? No, I don't. I feel like we should, though. Everyone communicates through Twitter. I don't know how to, though. Guys, if we should have a Twitter, let us know on some other form of social media. (laughs) Our classic sign-off that we always do every episode. That's right, guys. Shake it easy. You want to start Shake It Easy? I'm starting Shake It Easy. We're going to Shake It Easy every week. I shake it. I'm going to go Shake It Easy in the bathroom right now. Yeah? Yeah. We're done. (laughs) Bye, guys.